I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many apologies for the people who watch the video version at the angle that I have going right now. I tried to fix it, but the higher I put my iPad, the less you could see of me. So... This is where it's at. So you should put it higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God, you're right. I should just see my forehead. <laughs> um, no, okay, yeah, let's start off the pod as we usually do with a song. With a shong. A shong. And that song is going to be... Okay, perfect. It was our wedding day. We were getting ready and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. <laughs> no clouds allowed in the sky. Do you still not know it? No, I don't know any of the words. Oh, you piece of But I've seen the movie movies. now. That's what I was that's why I did what? it. No, I no, I didn't really I mean I liked the song, but it wasn't my favourite. So I didn't download it. I downloaded only one song from the was movie. Was it Surface Pressure? It was. That song was a fucking banger. It is a fucking banger, but we don't talk about Bruno was also a fucking banger. And if you don't think so, then you're a yeah. stupid piece of poo. I mean, it's fine. It's like it's good. good. And it has some, it has some like good little tuny bits, but I, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't bang along to it in the car. So that's pretty much my criteria. You are so dumb. It's literally number one on the Billboard charts. I know, I know, which is tied for the highest ever charting Disney song ever. So I'm with it. You're just I get it. Not like other but girls. I don't You're too get quirky it. and different exactly. to like I'm it. I'm quirky. <laughs> wow, bitch. I feel absolutely attacked. Um, welcome to what the fuck is happening in the podcast. I'm Nick. Yes, week seven. Oh, and I'm Maddie. Week seven. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say week 78. Just because I Week 78? Yeah. I specifically told you, like, the other day that we're 63 episodes in. Oh, my God. I was close. Were you, though? <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, within 15. I guess. Um, the elephant <laughs> in the room this week is that Maddie finally watched Encanto and didn't like We Don't I Talk did. About Bruno. Like... Uh, what? Well, I didn't not like it. It was really good. It was a really good moment in the movie, but I just didn't download the song. You were so stupid. I also didn't cry, and I don't think it was as sad as everyone told me it was going to be, so I was purposefully misled, I feel. No, I didn't say it was sad sad. I said it was emotional You said you sad. cried three times. You never cry in three mov- in movies. I cried once. I literally uh-huh. took a photo of myself crying. What scene did you cry at? I cried when um, Mirabella and Abuela at the end were like making up and they were seeing each other's points of view. Oh. 
I like you're going to hashtag heck. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't cry. You must not have a heart. I thought you had a heart. You mustn't have a heart. Well, I don't know. I just wasn't really. I got a bit teary at one point, but I can't remember what that point was now. Like a bit choked up, but I didn't. I definitely didn't cry. Well, honestly, the audacity that you have is. Yeah. Iconic. Oh. See, that's when I cried. People that are listening to the, video, yeah. the pod, you can go watch <laughs> me cry. I like taking videos of myself when I'm crying, watching TV or movies, because it's relatively rare. <laughs> so I have like 10 videos of my phone of me crying to episodes of Glee. <laughs> Iconic. That's so funny. Are you <sighs> drinking coffee at this time of day? Yes. Are you not drinking coffee at this time of day? God. You have no right to be judging when you don't, like, we don't talk about Bruno. That immediately disqualifies, <laughs> it disqualifies you from any judgment, okay? From ever having an opinion on anything. From ever having an opinion on anything. I don't make the rules. I just enforce them, okay? Like the police? Mm, a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just... It's getting too real. ...threatened me like that. <laughs> I was thinking more like a hall monitor. Not like a cab Jesus. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I was going to say maybe this episode should be called a cab, but I feel like we'll get in trouble for that. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe okay, so. Well, not then. Um, should we jump into the actual episode now? I feel like... Well, before we do, I want to tell you my story that I was going to tell you before, but then didn't because I thought it would be funny for the pod. Okay, and it's off. about Jack, so yeah. sorry, but Jack, the new dog for, I don't think I really talked about him much on here, so people might not know. Anyway, so okay. he's got, he's really like scraggly around, well, everywhere, but specifically the face. He's, he's also a schnauzer, so he's kind of got the beard thing going. It's really weird. Anyway, right. so mum this morning was like... I'm going to give him a haircut just on his face, which she does quite a lot because oh, no. their eyebrows grow really quickly. So she cuts off their brows so they can see and she yeah. can see their eyes and so they yeah. can lovingly stare into each other's eyes. Anyway. Fair. So she got, I don't know what the fuck happened this morning, but she got really artistic with Jack-Jack. She was like, I'm going to do some face framing. I'm going to do some shaping. I want to do a little triangle of black <gasps> on his nose. Oh my god! Anyway, he fucking looks like a raccoon now. It's <laughs> so funny. It's it's really you can't really get it so much in these pictures. But I'm gonna. Oh, you can't really see that, can you? Not really, but I do see I'm what you mean. Like a. It's like he's got like a black goggles, and then it's yeah. white up yeah, on no, his eyebrows, white underneath. The, the white line. Yeah, I see. Yeah. It's these, uh, hold on, I'm going to, again, I'm going to text these photos so that you can have a (laughs) more in-depth look later, because it is really uncomfortable to look at. This is fair. Um, Did I tell you that the the past couple weeks have been when we get bad haircuts for our puppies? Yeah. Because I don't know if I told on the pod, but stop with that. It comes up with a raccoon. (laughs) 
the raccoon first. I don't know why she put the raccoon as the first photo. It's so funny. Just as a reference photo. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she was thinking of that. <laughs> Me either. She did, And she didn't see it until I was like, he, I think he's his noise looks really pointy. He looks like some kind of rat animal. And then I was like, wait a second. I think he looks like a raccoon. A raccoon. And then we were all like, oh, That's God, so he does. Yeah. <laughs> I can't unsee it now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I told you, but we had to. We took Pippi back to fix, get her haircut fixed. Oh yeah, and it it, it was fixed, and it turns out she looks good. Oh, that's it's good. Short hair anyway, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but it's like already growing, growing back a lot. For context, yeah, I think like two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks we ago, um, we got our puppy her first haircut, um, like full haircut, so and we. <laughs> It was just a miscommunication, <laughs> and suddenly she comes back and she's got a giant mohawk across her entire back, and she looked so in- absolutely funny. insane. This tiny little skinny thing. Anyway, we got it fixed, and now she's adorable <laughs> again, and I don't have to be embarrassed <laughs> to be seen with her in public. Iconic. Oh, uh, very funny. I feel like we've got a lot <laughs> to talk about, but that's because I haven't. Yeah, because it's been a couple of weeks, weeks since we recorded. Yeah. yeah. I even have written down a couple of things myself, which is unheard of. Oh my god, that's so unlike you. I know. I have to ask, first and foremost, did you finish Wolf Like Me? Yeah. Have we not talked about this yet? Yeah, I did. Finally, after a month of like edging our audience, we can finally talk about it. (laughs) Okay, cool. I... I mean, advance warning, I didn't watch Pam and Tommy yet, but I watched Encanto, so I figured that kind of made up for it. That does make up for it. And I watched No Time to Die, so okay, we have good. stuff that we both watched anyway, so it's fine. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I, mm, Let's do news first, and then we can do reviews later in the episode like we usually do. How about that? Okay, cool. I just needed to immediately know if you ended up watching the last 20 minutes of the last episode of Wolf Like Me. <laughs> I did. Everyone can rest assured. Wow. Queen and icon. <laughs> All around legend. Um, okay. you let, Let's list your few things first that you've written down, because I feel like it's pretty rare. I know, right? Okay. I have two kind of... I have two pop culture things and one just general news thing, which probably will interest no one but me. But the first one <laughs> is... Um, me talking about <laughs> any of my interests to literally anyone. <laughs> I've been, like, obsessed Fair. with adult Lego, like, 18-plus Lego for the past month and a bit, and I've now spent an exuberant Iconic. amount of money. Exuberant? Exorbitant. Um... Exactly. And I'm, like, telling everyone how calming it is and how relaxing and, like, meditating it is. And everyone's like, mm, okay, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> okay, shoot. Um, I'm trying to find it first, see if I can get a, find a picture of this. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I can. Okay, so the this first one is visual piece. Wild. It is. Um, Adidas. Adidas. Came out. Adidas. Good for them. Oh, are they, you, are they gay, bi, trans? No, sadly. Oh. <laughs> Not even allies as far as, well, maybe they do. I can't know. But um, no, they came out with an ad this week. That's so unlike which, them. I know. I chose violence entirely... today. I'm not even letting you finish a sentence. I'm like, 
<laughs> let me make a joke. Say, let me make a joke. <laughs> like mediocre jokes in the words of Meryl Hall, another uh, Cheryl Hall, another another week of doing mediocre. <laughs> Come Continue. On. Okay, now be quiet. No, they've done an ad for sports bras. I think I don't know, but the entire campaign is just like twenty pictures, just of women's naked boobies. What? Let me. On Instagram and stuff. Yeah, that's... Uh, well, they had to censor the nipples on Instagram, but they're, like, full-on on Twitter. Nope, that's not going to work. Well, this is YouTube, oh, I mean, so I don't this. think you can show them. Why? I hate you. Why? Now. That's a time um, market. Yeah. There's a lot of... Di- they did, like, all different shapes and sizes. Hold on, let me read the tweet that goes along with yeah, it. Yeah, what's the we purpose? I need women- full context here. No, there is no more context. We believe women's breasts in all shapes and sizes deserve support and comfort, which is why our new sports bra range contains 43 styles so everyone can find the right fit for them. That's it. And then there's all these pictures of naked boobies. Not to be, like, anti-feminist or whatever, but wouldn't that have been just as effective if they were wearing the actual product? Well, that's what everyone's saying. It's, like, mixed. Half of the people, I mean, let's put aside the... The Karens and the men of the world and the actual people who are allowed to have opinion on this. Yeah. Um, So half of the women are like, wow, this is so great that there are different shapes, different sizes, different, you know, diverse colors. Um, (laughs) Whereas the other half are like, no matter what way you package it, they're still making a profit off of women's bodies and this could have been entirely an effective campaign if they were clothed. Why do they have to sexualize them? Well, not sexualize them. I was going to say sexualize them. (laughs) How is that sexualized? I understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see that again, there's like the other side where they're like, like, no, this is taking away this idea of them being sexualized. Whereas then other people are like, but this is like a, A whole series of conversations in one campaign. Pretty much, which is yes, why I why I wrote it down. Have you have you have you not heard about it? I haven't. No, I. That's really fair. I'm no like I'm no prude. Obviously, if you've listened to this pod, yeah. Um, and I think that that's great. (laughs) And it's probably shitty of me to be thinking about it from a marketing perspective, but from a marketing perspective. Why wouldn't you show the product if it's they're specifically advertising the sports sports bras having a size and shape for every every uh, woman yeah. or female presenting person ever? Yeah. Shouldn't you like show the product actually being like? Where's the proof? Well, <laughs> you know, it's really it's really kind of true, and I feel like there's like there's a mix there because it's like. If you can't really tell whether or not the boobs are different shapes and sizes if the bra is on, but that's also kind of the point, you know, they're equal. They're supposed to be equally supported, supportive. I don't know. I just think it's you know really weird. I and I, I, yeah, I would have said a more effective campaign would have been having an image of all of those boobies with the bra on. And then yeah. on Instagram, slide across, and it's all of the naked boobies. 
Yeah. Or on a, on Twitter, you know, side by side. I feel like that would have been more effective. It's really true. That does seem to be, from a marketing perspective, the most effective way of like doing it's it. proving that... For sure. The product works. We support... Yeah, yeah. Women, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's... I, I don't feel like I kind of fall on either side of the, the conversation because I'm both like yes free the nipple we can have women's boobs out there and it doesn't have to be in a sexual way sure um and then on the other hand i also agree with people it's like oh well still these people are just trying to profit off of women's bodies you know yeah i mean what is the line with that though because it's like you know every pride month every black history month comes along and every brand you know changes their profile picture comes out with a line of products where a portion of the proceeds go to a charity yeah. Where is the line with that? Like, are we... Because I, I personally have no idea. I'm. It's something that I've always no, been confused either. about. And it's like, I are know, they just... I totally agree. Yeah, are they just using these... Um, I can't think of the word. Not minority. Um, Ideas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are they using these groups of people for their own gain without actually supporting them or showing what they're doing which i i i I think i don't know it's more than just donating a portion of the proceeds of whatever product they're selling to charity you know it's yeah definitely i i totally agree and then but then on the flip side it's also like but at least they're doing outwardly yeah yeah exactly it's it's really difficult i honestly feel like this is such a personal kind of decision like it totally depends on somebody's life experiences as to what their opinion is on this Mm. I don't think it's one of those things that well I was going to say I don't think it's one of those things that has a right or wrong answer but I'm not sure that's true I think it does have a right or wrong answer but we just don't know what it is yeah see I think that you're right except it's not like right and wrong answer I think there's like an array of correct answers or valid answers and then like a small handful of answers that are just Shut up. That's not a thing that you need to be voicing your opinion on, right? You know? Yeah, oh yeah. Those hmm. fuckers. I feel like <laughs> we always bring these interesting topics to the table where we're like, <clears throat> you know, where do activism and commercialism, like capitalism, interact? Where do they, when do, where do they yeah. overlap? And then by the end of the conversation, we're like, I still don't know. <laughs> No, it's so true. But I also really like that about us because we're not pretending that we're professionals and we can come up with a decision on it. We're like, yeah, these are just the facts. We're just two educated people who have good opinions. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. You're right. I agree with you in that it doesn't matter. As long as you're bringing the discussion to the table and talking about stuff like this, I think it does Mm. more, more... It benefits more than it than it harms, you know? I agree, because I feel like it's one of those things where sometimes you just genuinely just don't think about it. Otherwise, like, when I first saw the ad, I was like, oh, women boobies, love that. And then mm. I was reading the article more, and people were bringing up all these different points, and I was like, wait a second, maybe these people are onto something here yeah. in terms of, like, being against the ad for a variety of reasons. So I think it's always just 
important to kind of listen to other people's perspectives because yeah, you might learn something. Who knows? Interesting. I mean, if it's any true. of our listeners have an opinion on this, I would love to hear it because I feel like same exactly as Maddie says, it's a very personal like kind of how you've been brought up, how you see the world type of topic. Yeah. The way you've been discriminated against. Yeah. And in what, by who. DM us or email us or something. I'd love to hear the people. Yeah, do it. What's that song from Les Do you hear the people sing? I don't know. I've only ever watched that movie once and it was stupid. I haven't even watched it once. I can't get through it. Don't. It's ugh. Speaking of things we can't get through. Yeah. I started a transition before I actually had anywhere to go and now I'm (laughs) lost. My list of things. Yeah, your list of things. What about that? Actually, no, I want to go. Speaking of things that we can't get through. (laughs) Did you hear the shocking, horrific depressing news about the Beauty and the Beast prequel series starring Josh Gad and Luke Evans as LeFou and Gaston. Bro, I didn't even fucking know that was a thing until you just said that That's right then. That's not true. We've talked about it on this podcast. Don't make me come in that with videographic evidence again of you talking about yeah. the topic that you're saying you don't know about. I will fight you. No, that means nothing to me. I don't remember. Um, anyway, I hope the news you're about to share is that it's been cancelled before it's even happened. That is exactly what I'm about to say. (laughs) Get this. It's meant to film next week. What? They have all of the sets ready to go. They spent millions on sets and pre-production and everything. And then Disney Plus was like, so all the songs suck and the story's not coming together, despite the fact that we film next week. Let's just cancel it. Whack! Not even work on it more. They've just completely been like, no, we're not doing it at all. Yeah. The stars like Luke Wild. Evans and Josh Gad were like... Like, they were casting people as late as last week. They cast one of the wow. guys from Hawkeye last week. Yeah, so like... I don't know. It's always fascinating to me when something like this happens. Because it's like, it was so close yet so far. You know? It's true. Nothing is ever a sure thing until it's on our TV screens. Literally. <laughs> I mean, what was I reading about the other day? There was like, I don't even remember what it is. There's like a Hollywood movie starring, I can't remember who, but it's been finished since like 2017 and it's just never been released. It just like exists in the void. Whack. Um, That's yeah, so wild no, to me. This is so fascinating to me because it's, I mean, I guess it makes sense to be cutting your losses if you know it's going to be a flop or it's not going to come together. Yeah. Why, why not just cut your losses and run? Adele, God, fucking give a week's notice, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty iconic, I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> but, the, I mean, I, this was never a good idea to do a prequel series about Gaston, you know? No, it's really true. You should have cut your losses ages ago. Right like at the two beginning. years ago when they announced yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> And no one wanted it. Anyway, that really tickled my pickle and made me giggle, so. Iconic. That was a lot of rhyming then. I was going to say, should that be the title of the the app? Tickle my pickle and make me giggle? I think it should. <laughs> Perfect. <sighs> okay, so. Your next topic. 
Kim and Kanye? Kim and Kanye. Is that last week or this week? That was last week. There's Fighting? Kanye drama. On Instagram? Crazy. About I'm not going to lie. I only had like the first three updates. Yeah. And then after that, I stopped following it. So you probably know actually more about this topic than me. I so don't. Because I stopped listening when Kim was like, this needs to end. Because I was like, I respect that. Anyway, you tell us the story. Give us context. Because I never even really fully processed oh, God. it. I was busy Ugh. concentrating on the other Kanye drama, which we'll talk about after this. So you go first. Okay. Okay. Well, um, first, Kanye. I think Kanye said something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving good context. That was really good. Was no. Really good. Kanye went on Instagram and I think, didn't he? This was he, about he made TikTok. a post. On, what? This was about North having TikTok, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know, I know bits and bobs, but I do need you to give me the full. Okay, go. Sorry. Well, as I said, I only know like the first three things that happened. But yes, yeah, so Kanye made this post being like, what do I do when, um, um, my daughter has access to TikTok and is making TikToks even though me as her parent doesn't want her to and hasn't given her permission, blah, 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 and all this type of nonsense. And everyone was like, what? And then Kim posted on her stories kind of a bit of a clap back, Mm. being like, I'm the main provider and caregiver. I'm doing the best I can. Iconic. Um, I monitor... Yeah. Her on TikTok, she never posts anything that I think is inappropriate. Yeah. Um and it's totally fair for her to be expressing her creativity in a way that's relatively innocent and harmless. Um and then she finished it off with something very iconic along the lines of um Oh my god, it was something about how mm-hmm. if Kanye wanted to have a say with yeah. what was going on, then he shouldn't have he shouldn't be on like his third divorce lawyer and should actually be willing to talk to her or something along yeah, those yeah, lines. Yeah. 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 And then he came back with being like, Oh my God, Kimberly's going to say all this stuff. When America publicly watched her kidnap my daughter last year at, at, <laughs> at the birthday party. And then everyone was like posting pictures of Kanye literally at the birthday party for North being, and they're, they're like, what? Anyway, and that's where I got up to. I don't know anything that happened after that because I, I at that point I was like, "This it. is just too much." He's alleged. Yeah. Kanye is allegedly in the press telling, spreading rumors that Pete Davidson is secretly gay and has HIV/AIDS because he's oh dating God. Kim. And not only is that wildly homophobic, but like just fuck you in general, Kanye. Um, but I feel like we need Accurate. to preface any conversation we have about this with: we know that Kanye has mental health problems. Yes. That might explain some of his behavior, but it does not excuse any of it. Full stop, period. It's really true. I was thinking about this at first because after one of the first things he – it was like the first time that he'd said something and then after Kim had kind of clapped back and everyone was like, oh, my God, yes, go Kim. Oh, my God, Kanye, you're a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I feel like we need to be really careful about this conversation and the way it's being framed because we – like there is – yeah, you know, there's, there's a reason why he's behaving in this way and then – and then Kanye kept getting progressively saying some really intense things. And yeah. at that point, it's a bit like, okay. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, honestly, my first thought with this entire thing was, why does Kanye as an artist and a creative not 
understand that having a creative outlet for his daughter oh, yeah. like TikTok is a good thing. It's bizarre. None of the stuff is harmful, it's right? It's so bizarre. Like, no, most of the photo of the videos have Kim in them. <laughs> so I I just don't get it. Yeah. I feel like he just starts drama to be in the news. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This to me is feeling very and okay, I need to be careful of the way that I say this right now because I'm like just throwing conjecture out there. But it feels really um, manipulative yeah. of Kanye and almost <clears throat> it's kind of getting borderline a bit like, okay, what is your like end mm. goal here? Like what is like, this do you is think really it's- serious behavior? Like really bizarre stalkery allegations behavior. Yeah, no, like, like what he's saying and what he's doing, being like Kim can't go out with other men, and I'm going to spread rumors. It's like, bro. Yeah, I yeah. You're, you're. I don't know. I don't know what his end game is. I don't know if it's all about the divorce or what. But um. Ugh, I don't know. He just makes me so uncomfortable, dude. Oh, I agree. I totally agree. I saw this one TikTok um, today that was like, and like, this is what I feel like things just go get like a bit too far. People get so far removed from like reality, but it was talking, it was like, um, elicit all of like the really weird behavior Kanye has been engaging in, like saying that, like trying to, bring him down by saying she's yeah. kidnapped north or um how he's like publicly yeah. trying to humiliate pete davidson fuck david yeah oh, yeah god, fuck um and they were like um people who watch true crime documentaries know exactly where this is leading obviously the implication being that he's gonna murder her oh my god no and it was like yeah it was like i think this is getting out of hand now <laughs> Ugh. This is such another difficult topic because these celebrities are so public with their shit and so every piece of their lives is available for uh, the public's consumption. Yeah. But how much knowledge do we actually have and how much of a right does it give us to, like, diagnose him with new mental disorders? It's like... Oh, yeah. Okay, based on facts that we know he has bipolar... Yeah. Full stop, that's it. That's all we know. (laughs) You know? That's really true. Genuine, like, do we even know if he's medicated for it? Like, We don't, and that's it? the thing, we don't. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. Again, Yeah. my constant stance is just, it might explain some behavior, but it doesn't excuse it. I still think yeah, he's a true. shitty person. Yeah, he's doing some really uncomfortable things. What was your, what was your Kanye news? Um, him trying to come for Billie Eilish. Oh, God. What did he do? Do you not know this? Oh, interesting. Okay. No, I don't think so. So, this year's Coachella Coachella is going forward, right? And the two headliners are Billie Eilish and Kanye. Isn't it Harry Styles? I don't think he's a headliner. Headliner. Oh, uh, okay. But, I mean, he might be. But anyway, um, basically, Kanye randomly posted on Instagram and said... Um, if I'm going to be headlining Coachella this year with Billy, like, if Billy and I are both going to be at Coachella this year, 
I need her to apologize for what she did or I'm not attending basically uh and everyone was like what are you he said you need to uh, actually his exact words were you need to say sorry to Travis Scott and everyone was like what excuse me what is happening what where did this come from and basically the whole story is that I think literally a couple nights ago uh Billy had a concert and she could see someone in the front row having issues of some kind Mm. um and basically she stopped the show she turned the lights on and she said hey are you okay can we give this person some space do we need to get you your inhaler to you or something like it looks like you're having a panic attack or a um asthma attack asthma yeah um and that helped the person that was all great and then she basically just said like you know i can't go ahead with the concert until everyone i know everyone's okay because i can't go ahead until i know everyone's okay because i won't be okay unless everyone's okay and a couple of media outlets took that as a direct dig at Travis Scott about Astroworld. Of course they did. And it was like, that's a reach. That is a reach. <laughs> so It's really true. <laughs> yeah. So then allegedly really Kanye true. is saying that Billy specifically said something to this fan about Travis Scott, like made fun of him for it. And this post was basically saying... That's not cool. Travis Scott did had no way of knowing what was going to go wrong. All this stuff about Travis Scott, who was meant to be appearing at Coachella with him as a surprise. And Billy just commented on it and was like, I didn't say anything about Travis Scott, so I'm not going to apologize, basically. Um, Iconic. And that's basically and the whole story. She, had, she hasn't responded yet. She would have been right. She didn't say... Yeah, exactly. It's literally videoed. She didn't say anything. Iconic. Um, and actually, some That's of like, so so I just saw it this morning. It came out that some of the family members of Astroworld victims, people who died at Astroworld, um, some of their families have literally come out and said, why would Kanye say this? He's trivializing and making something out of something that is so horrific to us and so hurt- like hurtful to us. I don't understand why he's doing this kind of thing, you know? Yeah, no, it's true. Even if even if Billy had made a direct dig at, at Travis Scott, which, by the way, would be low-key a really wild thing to do. Yeah. Like, why would she even make something, like, make, some, make one of her fans having trouble at a concert about Travis Scott? That's just a really wild thing. But even if she had, she would have been right. <laughs> Travis Scott did the wrong fucking thing. Like, it's his fault. Yeah. We all been new. Yeah. So Kanye, I mean, what the fuck? I just got hit by a memory and I have first hand experience. I literally went to her when we all fall asleep, where do we go to her? Like four oh, years ago you? now, five years ago. Wow. Um Yeah, I literally went to it. It was great. Um but she literally stopped the show because people were the mosh pit was pushing too far forward and there was people in the front row who were getting squashed. Mm. She literally stopped the show. Yeah. And was yeah. like, okay, security, can you come in and can we get everyone to take two steps back because this is too much, someone's going to get hurt. So, like, this is a thing she does at, at presumably every concert where there's an issue. Yeah, oh, yeah, regularly, yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah, for sure. It's not at all anything to do with Travis Scott. Kanye West just needs to be in the drama all the time. Ugh. Little bitch. I, ugh. I mean, does anyone even listen to his music anymore? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, Gross. So that's all wild. 
That is all wild. And I'm glad she didn't apologize. That and is wild. another whole aspect of it is people she are comparing shouldn't. it to um Taylor Swift at the VMAs and stuff when he interrupted her on stage and made that big thing. And there's mm. people like a lot of people are just saying he doesn't like seeing young women succeed. Mm, and while I true. think an argument could be made for that, I don't I don't know that you know, two's not really a pattern, you know? <laughs> two, two yeah sometimes people like reach 12 years apart yeah. isn't necessarily a pattern but um yeah it's one of those things where it's kind of like on the inside you can think that that might be true but it's not really it, like exactly. something that you can present to the world as a fact because exactly. you don't actually know that that's true yeah exactly and personally <laughs> i think there probably is a degree of truth to it but again yeah no proof no evidence blah, 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 you know it's interesting yeah, I no, I do, I do. Wild, truly wild. Uh, what's, um, what's okay. the last thing you had? Well, I've written one extra thing down while we've been <gasps> talking, but the kind of boring thing. Drama. Okay. Oh, actually, I can write down another one. Oh my god. Oh my god! Look at you go. This is the Maddie episode. I have five things. It really is. Um, okay, no, the kind of boring thing that I don't think anyone else will be interested in except mm. me, but I thought was interesting was Google are splitting their stocks twenty to one. I need more info. I don't know what that means. Um, Well, basically it means, so let's say that like, I don't know how maths works, so I can't give a math (laughs) example, but (laughs) so, okay. No, they're, they're like, they're, so say there's one stock. This is actually exactly what they're doing. They're splitting one stock then into 20 stocks. So basically what it means is that they're going to have a bajillion extra stock. Right. And which means on the day that they do it, the stock price for Google is going to be extremely cheap, but then will like rapidly rise back Go up back to up. the normal price, which is $3,000 per one stock, mm. one share, which means basically that it's the an opportunity for people to buy Google shares Wig. really, really cheaply. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would the people who already own stocks not be upset at this or because it's going to go back well, up to there, normal prices anyway it doesn't matter it's not technically being devalued yeah so it's it doesn't really matter i mean i feel like people who weren't in it for a long like it's because i i i'm not entirely i don't think it's going to be like a okay it's going to be low for two hours and then it's going to go back up to three thousand dollars i think it's kind of like a it's going to be low when they split it and then it's going to gradually rise back up right. over like a week or two a few yeah yeah Interesting. whatever it is i'm not sure exactly i don't want to make claims there but yeah so i feel like it could be something of panic if people aren't patient and yeah. are immediately like oh my god my shares aren't worth anything anymore yeah which is not at all true interesting yeah that's like twofold i don't know it's either going to cause panic and crash every system possible when they do split and people are trying to yeah. rapidly buy them or people are going to have a little hissy fit. Interesting. You're telling me you don't want to watch Succession, but everything about you tells me you would love Succession. What's Succession about? <laughs> it's that HBO show that I said season two, the season one finale and season two are like the best TV I've ever watched. Whack. Okay, maybe I should watch it then. It's HBO. It's um truly incredible. Is I would say- Is it the one with Emmy Rossum? <clears throat> with who? 
Emmy Rossum? No. Oh. No, this has like Kieran Culkin, uh, Jeremy Strong, um, Brian Cox. It's the HBO one, but it's 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 really fucking great. And I would say season one is a little slow, but it is building to mm-hmm. something incredible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I think I think you'll get into the characters about episode two or three anyway. So, but I that's I truly really fair. Love it okay. All incredible. right. Maybe I'll watch it. <clears throat> maybe I'll and it's like it. funny and, and dark and all this stuff. Okay. <clears throat> Speaking of shows, though. Um, yeah. On Friday, Netflix released Inventing Anna, which is like okay. the new Shonda Rhimes series that um is about the real life fake socialite, fake heiress from like five years ago, Anna Sorokin, who like scammed a bunch of money from people by pretending to be a modern day Paris Hilton, basically. It's high key iconic. iconic. But I went to fucking watch it, right? It's nine episodes long. Sorry, go. Is this the same thing as the Tinder Swindler? Or is no. similar? No, the Tinder Swindler, I believe, is about a guy who's scamming a bunch of women. Yeah, but by pretending to have a lot of money so that they'd give him money, which is funny. Yeah. Like similar 250k kind of money. Yeah. yeah. Whack. But no, this is a bit different. This is like she, um, she was very smart and she was picking and choosing where to use real money and where to use fake money and where to scam people and not scam people and stuff. Um, Wild. So she had, like, a dinner that was, like, $30,000 with all of her friends and skipped oh on the bill. Oh, my God. Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, bits like that. And they added up. But If you ever did that to me, I'd be like, we can't be friends anymore. Oh, totally. Imagine <laughs> eating $30,000 worth of food just a, just a regular Tuesday night. Um... <laughs> no, my issue is that this show is... I don't even know is, how you'd spend that much money. Right? It's like na- uh, nine episodes. And I started yeah. episode one. I was like, hey, this is pretty good. I could get into this. I like it. And then I looked at the length. Wait, is it a documentary? Sorry? No, no, no. Sorry. It's 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 a fictionalized okay. account of the whole thing. It's based on the thing. article that okay. exposed her, basically. Um, yeah. But it's nine episodes. And these episodes are like an hour and 20 each. Oof. And I'm like, one, why that's not long. just make that 12 episodes? And two... Yeah. That's too long for an episode. If an episode it's of a like show a is movie length and has nine episodes... Mm-mm. Yeah. That's not for that's me. That's too long. If it's like Sherlock, where it's three episodes that are 90 minutes each, I'm into that, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Much, that's really fair. You know? I, I will... So, I don't know. I'm on the fence. I don't know if I'll watch it, because I was vibing with it, but... It just seems like a, a Miley Cyrus the climb to get through, you know? Iconic. <laughs> I started watching this Korean zombie movie, uh, zombie TV show last night. And All the of first, us I think, I think, yeah. Was it good? And I think that I, it was all right. I've seen better, but I only watched one episode because I started at about nine. And then the first episode was an hour and 10 minutes long. I think it's actually an hour <laughs> six. Um, and then I was looking through the list and the first like half of them are an hour, six minutes. And then after that, they go bring down to 53 minutes on Ugh. average. Yeah, I can't um, deal with that. And I, the same thing happened to me. I was like, I, this is a lot of TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And to top it all off, the first episode was 
so much introduction and set up. It's like, this could have been five minutes. We could have cut Iconic. this down five minutes part of a pilot, you know, like yeah. this is so unnecessary. Or, or just be basically all and of- split up all of that exposition into five minute flashbacks for each episode. Exactly. Exactly. Honestly. And basically, honest to God, 60 to 70% of the characters that they spent a lot of time introducing introducing us to and yeah became zombies by the <laughs> end of the episode so it's That's like so funny. I, I didn't need all of this <laughs> most so of them funny. were really like unlikable characters too so you're watching it and you're like oh they're a bully oh they're doing terrible things and they die and it's like good okay Iconic. let's move on now let's just get to the blood and gore it's so weird it was Bad. so weird but I'll wait and see. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, yeah. I'll wait and see. I'll, I'll watch a couple more episodes and get back to you on how interesting it actually is. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait for your yeah. review of the next couple episodes before I start. But um, I am okay. I'm intrigued. Okay, what's your next? Yeah. Topic? Uh, Kylie Jenner had a baby. Hmm. It's exciting. I didn't see the news that she had a baby. I just saw the news that someone spread a fake rumor about what the name was and it caught on and everyone was like, why would you name your baby that? And she was like, I didn't. I didn't name my baby that. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? It was like Charity or something. Or Hope, maybe. Oh, iconic. Well, the actual name apparently is now I'm scared it's a rumor, but I'm pretty sure the actual name is Wolf. So it's a boy. Wolf. Ugh. I hope that's not true. <laughs> well, I saw a lot of people being like, oh my God, I hope she names the baby Rainbow because after a storm comes the rainbow. And it's like, what? Yeah, well, so, so obviously a first baby's name is Stormy. Sorry to be a bit of a downer, but a rainbow baby is something very different. A rainbow baby is uh, <laughs> um, after you have a miscarriage and then you get pregnant again and the baby's full term, that's a rainbow baby wild well so that would have maybe been inappropriate who knows <laughs> maybe Kylie not that Jenner. they Kardashian maybe. Jenner's ever care it is wolf ooh <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable I don't like that it's a lot it's definitely it's like a lot. in um the TV series you with Penn Badgley when in season two or season season one you know okay wait this is like a whole thing now okay you know fault in our stars <laughs> yeah you know where they're, they're instead of saying i love you they said like i can't remember what they said i something you okay they uh, say yeah. okay instead of i love yeah. you they say okay i think yeah that's what it was yeah okay well then in yeah. the tv series you instead of saying i love you this is season two instead of saying i love you they say i wolf you that's weird. And I think all of the above is stupid. Um, and I think I don't, I'm not into... I'm sorry if this is a baby name. I'm sorry this is a baby. I'm not trying to bully a baby. But that's a bad name. <laughs> but I am trying to bully Kylie Jenner. <laughs> exactly. It's... it's it's. I have... Mm, I don't really like any of the Kardashian-Jenner baby names. And I know there's like people are mixed on this because a lot of people are like, oh my God, they're so cute and unique. And I think all those people are wrong. I agree. It's, All those people are white. Yeah, exactly. Like, some? What the fuck is up with that? The only person who has normal baby names is Courtney. Mason and stuff, Penelope. yeah. Penelope. That's cute. Mason. 
it's kind of yeah. a little bit on the edge, but that is still a real baby name, <laughs> as opposed to Saint North Psalm. What's the fourth baby's name of Kim's? I don't fucking know. Something weird. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, honestly, I have to know now. It's going to bug me. Interesting. Interesting. Kim Kardashian baby name. Yeah, no, I couldn't name my baby anything like Chicago. that. Chicago. 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 Oh, like Chicago. the city. I guess that one's kind of like. <clears throat> yeah, that was borderline because naming kids after cities is pretty common, but yeah. Still, have you seen that clip on a news show where they have a guest on to talk about like baby names, <laughs> and um. The, per- the guest is like, you know, I really, I hate when people name their children after cities or places. I think it's the stupidest thing ever and it's just really hate. tacky and dumb. And then the host of the show turns around and is like, isn't your daughter's name Paris? <laughs> Iconic. That's so fucking funny. Wait, I so have to find the clip now and I'll show it on Instagram or something. But anyway, what's your last okay. thing? Um, oh my God. Okay. This was a today thing. I think it's a today thing. Okay. is uh, <laughs> the trailer for the final Jurassic World movie came out. <laughs> oh, that came out the other day, yeah. Oh, there you go. It's not a Today thing. Which is, I only saw it this morning. It, like, came up on my Instagram feed as a sponsored post. Yeah. And I was like, they've filmed that? Let alone there's yeah. t- they would have a trailer? I'm I, genuinely shocked. I did have this in my notes, but I only had this in my notes because I wanted your reaction to seeing... Uh, Sam Neill and Laura Dern back together again. Uh, well, see, I knew that they were all going to be in this. Well, I think it had been a rumor, but I'd taken it as fact that they were going to be in this movie. And the same with Ian, Ian Malcolm. Fuck, what's his real name? Jeff Goldblum. The dude, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Um. So I knew they were going to be in this movie. So I wasn't particularly surprised. But when they did come up on screen, I was like, oh, yeah. This is going to be so nice. I did immediately, though, think of... Do you remember when we had Christian on here Christian on here, and he said that he met Sam Neill? That's right, yeah. And brought up Jurassic Park, and Sam Neill was immediately like, okay, got to go. Yeah. That's like the first thing I thought of when I saw his face on the Iconic. screen. I was like, I wonder how much they paid him to come back to this movie. Iconic. It must have been a lot for him have. to agree. <laughs> yeah. It must have been a lot, yeah. especially after the flop that was Jurassic World 2. Exactly. Oh, my God. That movie was so bad. This movie also looks equally terrible, but I think it seems like they're going to lean into it. I don't know. Mm. Hard to say. I can never tell from a trailer how good a movie's going to be. I mean, as long as they don't do anything stupid like a haunted house but the ghost is a dinosaur again I'm happy you know? well I mean I would have said that that wouldn't happen in a Jurassic Park movie except it did happen so it did happen <laughs> so who fucking knows I don't know it looked knows. did you watch it watch what the trailer the trailer yeah yeah it looked really weird. I genuinely do not know what this is going to be about. Like, is this, is it like post-apocalyptic? Is it supposed to be, are they trying to kill all the dinosaurs one by one? Like, what is going on, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I saw, I think, a description of it that was basically about humanity trying to decide if they want to um, fight them or learn to coexist. That's stupid. But that would be like the overarching, overarching um, 
theme. I don't know what the actual plot is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That. Because <laughs> I guess for Jurassic World 2, the overarching theme was the ethics of cloning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, where the plot was saving the di- those two plots. Saving the dinosaurs from the island and then stopping an evil guy from selling them as weapons. It's really true. That actually was so fucking funny because they made it to be this super serious thing in terms of, like, the ethics ethics of cloning. They're like, oh, my God, is this the right or wrong thing to do? And it's like, bro, this has absolutely no real-world application. Literally. This does not relate to anything that ever happens. Maybe, maybe you could say it's about does science take itself too seriously? Does it go too far? But it's like we actually had four movies before this that talked about that. Yeah. Way better than you did. So what yeah. is going on right now? Very true. <laughs> uh, maybe we should rewatch it together and tear it to shreds. Much like a oh my God. velociraptor would do to a human. Wow. That was really I'm smooth. down for that personally. Interesting. <laughs> did you have anything else on your on your list, do you? No, that was everything. That was everything, Wig. I know. Okay, well, we have to wrap up things, soon anyway. So should we do some rapid fire reviews of um oh wait let me check if there's anything okay. else that i wrote down for news uh rapid fire reviews okay. of stuff that we've seen sounds good um i mean the only other things i had written down were like the oscar nominations came out the razzies oh that's right they were kind of out. the oscar noms were kind of interesting this year i felt they weren't the normal kind of oscar noms is that just me or um, I think some categories you're right, but a lot of categories were just same old, same old. That's really fair, but I still, I don't know. I felt like there was a bit of variety. I don't know. Maybe that's, again, maybe that's just me. Kristen Stewart being nominated for Spencer. Very exciting for her. People are pissed um, off that Gaga wasn't nominated for Gucci. And then no one. House of Gucci, I think, was nominated for one thing, which was like costume and makeup design, which is pretty mm. crazy to me. Um, yeah, I mean, no, Gaga did a fantastic job and so did Adam Driver and the movie was definitely what would traditionally fall into best picture. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. I liked that it didn't get nominated for anything specifically because it's traditionally what would be nominated. So I'm like, good. Yeah, look, I think that... Um, <laughs> People are mad that she wasn't nominated, Gaga, but, like, this is her second film acting role. Yeah. I don't think she needs to be nominated for every single role. I think all this is going to do is drive really her to true. do another movie and do a great in that movie, too, you know? <laughs> it's really true. Yeah, yeah. Well, 100%. Imagine being nominated for the two roles you've ever done. Like, Literally. that's a lot. Literally. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, a, lo- a lot of them... We're pretty predictable. I'd say, like, anything from The Power of the Dog, King Richard, Belfast. Probably pretty predictable. And The Lost Daughter. The Lost Daughter are pretty predictable. Um, But there are some surprises in there, like Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. I didn't really hear much about that until it was nominated. Um, Yep. Kristen Stewart for Spencer, <clears throat> kind of both. I was, I was elated that she was nominated, but like, I kind of thought she was one of those actors who, 
the Academy would be kind of biased against because she has done a lot of mainstream blockbuster type things. Well, that's <clears throat> that's why I'm interested that she was nominated, specific, especially because cause Spencer wasn't nominated in basically any other True. Um, awards this season. It's been snubbed by basically everybody except for the Oscars, well, except for this one specific nom, which is why I was like, good on them. Mm. Okay, doing something different. I reckon she'll probably win. Well, I mean, from what I've seen of the trailers, she kind of looks like she deserves it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then for actor, I think Andrew Garfield will probably win. That was interesting that they put that movie in there. Yeah, I think he'll win because I think the Oscars are trying to like claw themselves back into relevance. So they're like, well, yes. if we have another year where we let people win who are relevant and hip with the times. In with the, in, yeah, in, in with, with the, the youth. youth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, it's an, it, it is an interesting mix for sure. Um, I was also intrigued that like um, Dune was nominated for Best Picture and there was one other movie that was nominated for Best Pick that I was like, wow, good on them. Yeah, like Nightmare, Nightmare Alley maybe. Yeah, was it Licorice Pizza also? Oh, yeah, I haven't Licorice seen Pizza. that, but... I've not heard anything really good about it. <laughs> I haven't... That... I've only just seen... Mean um... to say? What? Is that mean to say? No, I was going to say the only thing... I've only seen, like, trailers of it at the Blue Room Cinnabar, which is, like, the, right. you know, the weird indie films. Um, So... Oh, West Side Story... Yeah, Musical, best picture. Interesting. Belfast, Crater, yeah. Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard. Don't Look Up, yeah. Uh, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Um, it's yeah. definitely... It's not an interesting mix. I'm pretty sure they're all directed by men. And almost all directed by white men. Um, see, yeah, Licorice I guess that's pizza, true. All Except I've for heard about it is that it's kind of, of an uncomfortable movie because it's about Belfast. like a relationship between a teenage boy and an older woman. Oh. So like it might be a great film, but that's literally all I've heard about it. So I don't know if that's overtaking the conversation. Um, that's fair. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like people will riot if Don't Look Up wins. I think it should win. <laughs> you know, when you think of like Oscar movies, you think of those really serious dramas, probably with a blue filter on and everyone cries all the time and it's really, really sad and it's gut-wrenching and it's always about a really serious topic. It's like, let's just have some fucking variety. Interesting. You know? See, I... I I think mm, I don't totally agree with that because I think that Don't Look Up was made almost exclusively as Oscar bait. Really? You look at the okay purely isolate everything except the famous people in it. Yeah. They are all Oscar darlings. They are all awards darlings. Oh yeah, including yeah. Adam McKay director. I, I, they picked a subject matter, uh, the environment, and ran with it. Don't get me wrong, I loved the movie, but I think that's because I was 
exactly the person who was meant to love the movie. Like, yeah, no, I totally. This was I made mean, I totally, to I, satisfy the voters of the Oscars, is what I'm saying. I disagree, only in the sense. See, I, I, I think that it was casted to satisfy <laughs> the Oscar voters, <laughs> but I don't think the actual movie itself does. Mm. It's too funny. And too <laughs> realistic, like, and too, it ends too badly. Like, you know what? I, no, Oscar movies always end badly. But, you, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's too, it's too it's much of an actual drama, commentary. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how it does full stop this award season, but, um. Yeah, it's true. I'm intrigued. I mean, I also do totally agree that if it didn't have the cast that it does, I think it would not have been anywhere near as um, popular with yeah. people. I think everyone would have been like, what is this movie? Yeah. No one would have watched it. T. Um, I think the winner will either be Belfast or Power of the Dog. Oh, actually, Power yeah, of the Dog is directed by Jen Campion, who's a woman. Yeah. Yes. This. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, what else were you going to bring up? Um, I was just going to briefly talk about, like, the Razzies, but that's not important. I was going to briefly talk about Dove Cameron's new song, Boyfriend, which is iconic. Oh, Boyfriend. This is her first ever song, right? No. That she's actually released? No. She's got, like, an album out. Oh. Does she? That's very shady of you. <laughs> uh, the song's iconic. It's like sexy and dark and super gay. So I love that. I mean, I've only ever heard the sound bite from TikTok. So <laughs> I have not. I literally not even heard that. Iconic. The only reason I actually listened to this song is because I saw an uh, an Instagram post of hers that was talking about how it's. Uh, like a love letter to sex with women. And I was like... Iconic. When did Dove Cameron come out? So I Googled it. Turns out she <laughs> came out like early last year. Oh, um, there you go. Yeah, she's bi or queer. Um, and Love that. This song's hot. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty iconic. It's true. I could be a better boyfriend than him. Truly I could iconic. do the shit that he never okay, did. Okay, let's quickly review anything we've talked about. We've watched. Okay. You already reviewed Encanto and you have a bad take on it, so let's skip that. No, it was good. The movie was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I watched No Time to Die. I yeah. liked it. I it was weird, it. wasn't it? Um, it was fine, but it was weird. I. Uh, it had the issue that I, I think a lot of issues, uh, a lot of issues, a lot of movies that are that long have. It was like two hours, 40 minutes. Um, Ugh, too long. In that, I think that it was kind of three movies in one. Yeah. Um, and I think that they played out exactly like three movies in one, like consecutively one movie at a time, uh, as opposed That's to Eternals that was like a mess of three different movies. Um, <laughs> I really, I honestly enjoyed the film. I really enjoyed No Time to Die. I thought it was a good Bond movie. I thought... It changed 
changed the status quo enough that it was fun to watch. Yeah. Like, having him actually, like, have a heart and have a reason. Spoiler alert, uh, I like the narrative arc that he finally has a reason to die. Like, he has a reason to live, which is concurrently a reason to die. Um, Yeah. I like that. I thought that was cool. I thought it made the character more human. Um, Yeah, my my overall opinion is just that it was was too long and kind of pretty stupid plot-wise. Like, there was a lot of ridiculous things happening in a very serious manner. Um, yeah. It's I fell asleep really for, like, 20 minutes in the middle. I don't know if I, I missed anything like... important. I don't think I did. <laughs> uh, Probably not, because it sounds like you've still got the general gist I of I still got the, the whole story. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's all my thoughts. Iconic. I don't oh, think he one. had to die, but I'm not mad that he did, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's one of those things where I was like, okay, so it's his last movie and if everyone's like, okay, he's going to die. What reason can we make for him to die? Like, that was a pretty good one, you know? Yeah. That kind of seems like how they wrote the movie, though, you know? Yeah, it's true. They wrote the movie purely <laughs> to have a good reason to kill him. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely agree. Also, why did it have to be nanobots? Couldn't it have just been a virus? Like an actual yeah. virus. Why did it have to be nanobots as a virus? That was so many good questions. They always take it one step too far, or you know, they <laughs> they pick an actress who's fifteen years too young. You know. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, funny. It's, it's a lot. Um, what else have you watched? Uh. Uh. Um. I watched a zombie thing. I watched a little bit of House, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Watched Encanto. Mm-hmm. I watched. I haven't been to the movies in a couple of weeks. There's like three movies um, I really want to see at the moment. Which are? Which are Moonfall. Because now that I know yeah. why the moon is falling, I'm absolutely living. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Um, Iconic. Yes, I spoil it I kind it of want to know, but I don't, don't, don't spoil it. I won't me. spoil it for you. Um, yeah. what, what the other things were... Death on the Nile. I think it looks stupid as fuck. Enough champagne to fill the Nile. Have you seen that? No. I, oh see, my I God, saw the trailer bitch. once. Okay, well, in the trailer, Gal Gadot gives the most lifeless line where she's like, this is all the stuff we have on this cruise boat that makes it luxury. And then at the end, she's like, and enough champagne to fill the Nile. And it's like the most lifeless Ew. thing. It's very Gal Gadot. It's so fucking funny. And everyone's <laughs> making fun of it. And I live. Um, Iconic. Well, I, I I was really, really surprised actually to see the trailer come up because I was like, okay, no, this is still Kenneth Branagh, which is the same Poirot from um, Murder on the Orient Express. And I thought that movie did terribly. I thought no one liked it. So no, I was no, like, I why are they doing well. another one? <laughs> Oh, yeah, really? It well, well, it must have if they've made a second movie. Mm. Um, the other thing I wanted to see was I want to see Marry Me, which is the JLo <sighs> rom-com. Oh, I want to see that too. But that hasn't come out for a couple of months, does it? No, it's already out. Oh, Valentine's Day probably. Yeah, it's oh, out. There you go. I actually low-key want to see King Richard. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. See, that's probably one I'd save for streaming because it's... That's fair. I'm not that. It's not necessary to see. I'm not that good at um watching like 
slow dramas in theater. That's really fair. I also low key slash high key want to see um, the three five five. I think it's going to be terrible, but I want it's it. It's already out on um, digital. Is it? Yeah. I'll just do that. It's expensive though. I think. I think see. it's one of those premium video on demands. Um, it's got really bad reviews though, so I don't. I, I I think I might just wait for it to come. Yeah, out I know, on... but I don't care. Oh, I I might just wait for it to come out on streaming. Is what I was going to say. That's fair. Cause, um, I mean, they always feel, give these types of movies really bad reviews, so I don't listen well, to Well, I was going to agree, and if it was directed by a woman, I would have said yes, then I think it's probably being taken oh. more harshly than... But it's not. It's directed by Simon Kinberg, who did, like, Dark Phoenix and produced the X-Men movies. Oh. And who has yet to Ugh. direct a well-received movie, which is why I'm not okay. really sold on it. I... Well, why did all those actors sign up for it? Right? Wait. I've ever no. since oh. ever since Gary Ross yeah. directed the all female Oceans Eight. Yeah. I I, I struggle to watch any female led led any female led movie that has a male director because it's like this man and because this man is directing the movie, this movie is fundamentally already not getting the assignment. If this director got the assignment, he would have let a woman direct it, you know? That is really fair, but I really liked Oceans, whatever that was. Oh, I liked it, but it was so shallow. The Ghostbusters movie. I liked the Ghostbusters as well, but it was shallow. You know? Yeah, it's true. I didn't mind that. I think when a woman, (laughs) when a film is starring eight women, it might benefit from having a, a director who can actually put some nuance into it, you know? Yeah, no, you're 100% correct. Like, it's like, yeah, you can make a stupid action movie. Anyone, like, the men can make a stupid action movie starring women, but only a woman can give it, like, depth. Which, yeah. And that's not me saying that. Je ne sais quoi. That's not me saying cancel anyone who does that. That's me saying. Or that's not even me saying men can't direct women led movies and vice versa. It's well, just, it's just. It's they just, just me saying. They just. I want they just depth. don't understand the experience, the so they can't always... give it the appropriate depth. Exactly. The movie can be fine. It can be okay. It can be good even, but it's never going to be great. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I completely agree. Yeah. Anyway, did you watch anything else? Or want to watch anything else? I don't think so. I don't really know. I I'll can't quickly think of anything. give reviews of the stuff I watched. I okay. started the Real Housewives, uh, the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, of course you did. That shit's iconic. They're like <laughs> that's what you always the say. Classic American <laughs> Italian mafia type things. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> they give some truly iconic lines. The first ever Housewives table flip. Um, iconic. I've watched oh the movie Shiva Baby or Shiva Baby. I don't. It's it's on my Google Play. You can watch it if you want. It's it's really really good. It's like a dark comedy slash tense drama. I guess it's basically all set at a at a shiva a shiva, which is a Jewish funeral. Okay. And the entire plot is the main character, the girl, is a sugar baby, and she has okay. the sugar daddy, and the sugar daddy turns up to the shiva. Which has like all of her family and stuff who all think she's at university studying and doing all this stuff. And it's like really super intense. Wait, was it a comedy? 
it's a comedy. It's really, really super intense. And it's like a, a brisk hour 20 long. Because it's like... Love that. The entire movie is the length of the shiver, basically. Okay. It's really, really good. And it's like a delightful watch, yeah. Love that. Um, that kind of... No, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. <laughs> okay. Um, oh my god, yeah. I watched the final season of Search Party. I actually finished it. I watched the entire season. Wow. Oh my I god. have gushed about this show almost every episode for the past 63 episodes and the final season fucking slaps oh <sighs> thank god it's just so good it completely <laughs> is batshit crazy like bat bat batshit crazy like i'm kind of shook that they pulled it off what they did because it was fucking insane um but this show in general is so impressive to me that every season and they're able to change the genre of the show to focus on new thematic elements and a new topic basically yeah like season one is about like self-importance and uh ego and stuff so it's a mystery where the main character is looking for this girl that she barely knew because she wants the attention basically and then season two is all about yeah. like, paranoia, so it becomes kind of Hitchcockian, Ray Window, uh, tense comedy kind of thing. Season three, I would say, is kind of about like guilt and fame. So it's a courtroom drama where the person who's Iconic. defending themselves is a narcissist. Uh, and then season four is also pretty batshit, I'm not going to lie. But it's kind of about... um. <laughs> I can't really say what it's about without spoiling it. And it's kind of the same as season five. But season five brings it all together in a really fucking fantastic way. And it deserves Love every that. award. Um, Iconic. <sighs> I started watching Pam and Tommy. Yes. Which I, I still want you to watch the first three episodes. Which, by the way, I'm comfortable watching this show until Pamela Anderson actually says don't watch this show (laughs) or I don't want to watch this show. She still has not. Every fucking media outlet is claiming to have a source that is close to Pamela Anderson who says she doesn't want to watch it. She doesn't even want to watch the trailer. I think that's probably all pretty bullshit. Um, But as soon as Pamela Anderson actually says this offends me, I will stop watching and I will apologize. But... That's really fair, but remember we had, but but I think we had this conversation over text where didn't she? They asked for permission and she said no. So doesn't that count? Mm, no, I don't Why? think so because that's said, like Don't most make films and television based on real life. I was the only person in existence to shit on Quentin Tarantino for doing that with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No one else gave a fuck. <laughs> that's true that's true i can't believe no one cared but also i I think that that's again probably more of a rights issue i don't think she wanted to sign away the rights to her life story when she didn't have a producer role or anything you know yeah she wasn't really not wow they should have profiting and stuff um i think the show's actually good we'll talk about it once you've watched one or two episodes but um 
I feel like I just generally, I'm not sure I've always been this way or if it's just a recent kind of uh, opinion that I've held, which is that I just generally disagree with movies being made about history when people who experienced it are still alive. That's new for you because when I had been saying that about multiple things a year and a half ago, you didn't care and neither did the rest of the world. Iconic. Like what? Well, I think, I mean, it depends. Like, I mean, World War Two. okay, like that's... People are still alive who fought in that, but it's also one of those things where it's like, okay, we're kind of... We're almost far enough removed now that it's, like, acceptable. But Pam, that's like... What happened with Pamela Anderson? It's like 10 years ago. It's not 10 years ago. It's like 25 years ago. It was like almost 30 years ago. I don't know how long ago it was. It's like, that's probably... I don't know. They're just making a profit off of... Women's terrible experiences. Women who are still alive. This is true, but I'd also... (laughs) I also do think that the show kind of... Is more about the fact that... Culture, society, and the media... Are horrible people and not a lot has changed. And she is very much... including them. She's very much painted in a very good light. Um, Yeah. And I honestly think I'd actually respect her quite a lot... Yeah. Having said all that and defending this show, I will say that I have mm. so many problems with it. It does make me uncomfortable purely because of the amount of like nudity and shock value sex scenes and stuff. Oof. It's a lot. And I don't think it really? needed to be. Um, however... Like between Sebastian Stan and Lily James? Uh, yeah, but also just in general. Like, all of the characters, like, there's a plot point that the guy who steals the sex tape used to be a porn star because his girlfriend was a porn star and she needed to do anal and he had a tiny penis. I don't know. I just have a lot of thoughts on this show. And I don't think it... (laughs) Unless it changes, I kind of think that they're painting the guy who leaked the sex tape who stole it, they're painting him in too much of a good light. They're giving him too much motive. They're saying, yeah, well, he was treated badly by Tommy Lee, so this is revenge, and revenge is fine. Unless that changes, I'm very Uh uncomfortable with that. Yeah, fair. But again, I'm, I'm, I'm very conflicted. That's fair. Anyway, Wolf Like Me, give me a quick review. Uh, it was a bit anticlimactic in the end, wasn't it? It kind of was pretty anticlimactic, but I liked their werewolf design. Yeah, it was interesting. It was very interesting. I liked it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the movie was... The show. I think the show was really... I think it was good, and it was a different take on, like, the whole werewolf of it all. Mm. But I just... I don't re- I, I think it was just the way that the story was told that was just really wild to me like the amount of story that they were trying to tell yeah in so little time meant that they just glossed over a lot didn't hit any of the marks yeah yeah i do i agree it tried to do too much especially with the daughter's mental health issues yeah for sure and even when you think about oh okay it spends four episodes in the lead up of them getting together and then suddenly one whole episode is 
the duration of like a year of them being together yeah Yeah, her getting getting pregnant pregnant. yeah i agree yeah yeah it's like what where is the (laughs) timeline a lot exactly it it is non-existent i'd agree particularly because it's like the episode directly beforehand Mm. was like well, the one episode ended with him finding out she's a werewolf, and then the whole episode was them just trying to work through that one day, like the one day of them trying to work out yeah. the the fact that she was a werewolf. And then it's like, again, the next episode directly after, whoop, there goes three years. Yeah. What? Yeah, I <laughs> agree. Weird. I think um, overall it was a genuinely wholesome and enjoyable television show. Yeah, yeah. And I loved it, and I would watch a second season. But... I don't know if I would. Like, um, technically, I don't know that they pulled everything off. Yeah. And structure-wise, it was kind of whack. It was whack. See, for me, it was just, it was charming enough that I was charmed. That's fair. You know? That's fair. It was Having said that, I adore Isla Fisher, but the fact that they gave her an American accent that was the worst American accent I've ever heard. I'm sorry. And we know she can do a good one. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with the American accent of it all, but I definitely was like, your movie, your show is set in Australia. You have an Australian actress. Why? Yeah. Why? Just make her Australian. Literally. I didn't get it. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Because it's not even it's not even that important for her to have been American. Yep. Like the accident where she became a werewolf happened in Europe anyway, so it's just not important. Just make yeah. her Australian. I liked all that. Yeah. The the law. Same. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Anyway. That's it on that. <laughs> It's worth a watch. Cool. And by watch, I mean give it a, give it a go. If you don't like it by episode three, you're not going to like it. But it's also like yeah, that's true. Two hours of content in total. It's not even a full full two hours. <laughs> it's um, not even. It's like a one episode of that show you were watching before. <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> that's not on that. Okay. Shall we do our what the fuck of the week? Okay. 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 What does that mean? Oh, I don't have one. That's what it means. Obviously. Fair. Well, my what the fuck of the week this week is that I was watching um, some SNL clips on YouTube and I was watching a Scarlett Johansson one uh, where she was the host. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds came out as a guest, like guest star, like as a guest cameo. Um, and I was like, that's Iconic. so weird. Why Why was he even there? Um, and then I read the comments and one of the comments was like, oh, I am constantly forgetting that Scarlett Johansson and Ryan Reynolds were married. Whack. And I was like, I feel like excuse I... me? They were married? Was no one gonna tell me? <laughs> was I meant to find out by this find out by this comment section of YouTube? What the what the heck? <laughs> I was absolutely shooketh. Um and it turns out Scarlett Johansson's actually been married three times. I was gonna say, I think she's been married to a, like a couple of actors and you find out and you're like, What? Mm. What was the other That's... one? Um, she was married. Maybe it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. She was married to um, 
uh, like a producer guy, a writer, and then the most recent one is Colin Jost. Yeah, the white guy. Yeah. Um, But that shit was truly wild. Yeah. So my what the fuck of the week is celebrity couples that I didn't know existed and continue to shock me. (laughs) Well, I think they're particularly funny because it's like, you two were not suited. Why did you think you could be married? (laughs) Not that we know who they really are, but... (laughs) I agree. Mm. Okay, my what the fuck is... So... It's recently been revealed Mm -hmm. that some couple here in Brisbane Mm -hmm. have spent the last two years decorating their suburban house to look like the Bluey house. I thought it was the creators. No, it's not. They're going to use it as an Airbnb. But but only one person? No, I don't think so. Oh, that makes me really uncomfortable. It's really weird, and they're going to use it as an air. I mean, it might be, but I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. But they're going to use it as an Airbnb. Only mm. one couple can go in a week, and you can only go in for one night. I think. Um, I think it's really cheap, but it's almost like this like raffle type of thing. You have to win it to go in there. Oh anyway, but I keep seeing it's only just around the corner here from Harness, and I um, this is going to make me a massive hypocrite because I kind of low key want to drive past just to suss it out and just see because it's so weird but like i keep seeing all these tiktoks of people like out the front yeah and there's like always a massive crowd out the front which is just wild Wild to me me. i'm like what is going on i agree and the wildest part is that there's maybe ever one child in that crowd (laughs) accurate 100 percent accurate i think i think it's really funny because i originally saw it um with a brisbane tiktoker called zach manda Mm mm-hmm um, well, that's his account. Anyway, and he was like, oh, I found the Bluey house. And this was kind of how they did the announcement was through him. Yeah. Because he does a lot of – he has young kids and so a lot of his content is about Bluey. Anyway. And then he did a follow-up video because someone was like, oh, where is it located? And he was like, well, they've asked me not to share what the address is, but it will be an Airbnb, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, yeah. And so then what? I've seen all of these other creators – um, just straight up exposure. Which I assume is, yeah, well, I assume is because they were like, we don't want people just hanging around out front of the house. Um, but then all of these other creators who have found out where it is are just telling everybody where it is. And so now everyone knows that I'm like, oh, this has been a disaster for them. I feel like it'll die out <laughs> in a week or two, but yeah, I one have so would many think. Questions. I have so many questions. I don't have any answers aside from what I've already shared, but this is you fair. can share them if you want. No, I just, I need to know if it's, like, licensed and, like, actually sanctioned by the creators or if this is someone profiting off other people's artwork that feels not okay. Um, It's really true. Because Bluey is a Brisbane-based thing. Bluey has Brisbane, see, it fucking comes up immediately. (laughs) The first article, Airbnb's IRL Bluey houses equal parts cute and terrifying. (laughs) I, um, I, I feel... I feel bad for the neighbors that didn't sign up for this. Oh, it's really, really, really true. Okay, let me see. Because um, Bluey's like a worldwide oh. thing now. 
Yeah, it is now. Yeah. Which is wild. It's really true. It always amuses oh, me. Oh, okay. The house like that goes viral. Sorry. It says the house is a collaboration between Airbnb and BBC Studios. Oh. So it's not just a random people's house. Well, then why the fuck would BBC and Airbnb not want people to know where it is? Like, that's going to immediately have no idea. be out Maybe it's public because... info. Like, why would they even try to hide it? Yeah, I have no idea. Lol. Oh, my God. This is so fucking funny. Um, who have just questions uh, uh, could afford the home, which is estimated to cost more than $1 million in real life. Kings and queens. That is not how much a house goes for in Paddington. It's a Can't confirm. More. It is way more than that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so it's not just a random people. So it must be a commercial property. Well, not necessarily commercial, I guess, if people are staying in it. I don't fucking know. Anyway, it's weird and wild and uh, it's happening. Yeah. Wig. And okay. Yeah. Uh, what are your socials, Mads? That's, that's, oh, uh, Lady Alice 101 on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Harness Creation on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and the website mm. too. Tea. Oh my god, I did so good today. You did. Um, if you want to follow the pod, you the can pod. at WTFIH Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok because we have a TikTok now. But I'm begging our listeners, and I know that there's a bunch of you, to please review our podcast on iTunes and Spotify. I believe that they recently changed the rules so that you can give it five stars per episode. Interesting. I don't know if that's just Spotify or Spotify and Apple. But it really, really helps if, if people review. So can you, everyone, go give us five stars, please? Or even four. We'll yeah. say four, but mostly five. Um, <laughs> no less than four. If you're going to leave less than four stars, don't, don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, if you want to follow me, you can at NIC underscore sushi on TikTok and Twitter. And that's that on that. We will see you next week in which we will most likely be back in person again. By the way, we're not in person if you couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. Um, but yeah. I feel like we talked about a lot this episode. I was like, this is going to be a nice, did, short, and sweet 45 minute to 55 minute episode. It's been an hour and a half. Yeah, it has been an hour and a half. Oof. That was an accident. All I right. do apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what you're getting at this point. Goodbye, everyone. Thank and you. Thank very you for, much listening for listening to what the, to fuck, what the fuck is, is happening. happening the podcast. The podcast. Bye. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.